Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week, we're discussing Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 4. So let's get into it with the recap. Obi-Wan and Tala engage in a high-stakes rescue mission to save Leia from the Fortress Inquisitorius on Nur. The trio managed to escape, but the third sister, Reva, has planted a tracker inside Leia's droid Lola. All right, so let me let me just start out by saying I like Obi-Wan. I like the show, but it's a little generic. And that was fine for me. That was fine. Going through it to go through it, it, it was it was fine until this episode. And this episode got me a little annoyed because it just felt contrived the entire way. Like everything was based on timing that could only be written by writers. There were some cool things in it, but nothing really happened in the plot. With only three episodes left at the beginning of this episode, and now only two, not a lot happened. We rescued Leia again. We went through and had these fight sequences. And the only real thing that we got to learn mythologically was this Jedi tomb which probably won't even come back in this story because it was this too much to be dealt with. Probably not. And I, I think that I think that would have had way more of an impact if they had thrown in a few more familiar faces in that tomb. All I recognized was the librarian old man Jedi who helped Ahsoka with, uh, with when she lost her lightsaber from the Clone Wars. Yeah, I think his name is like Tara Sanube, but yeah, he was the Clone Wars character with like a cane lightsaber. That's what I remember about him. Yeah, he had a cane lightsaber. So that was all who I recognized too. Um, otherwise, everyone else was just name, you know, nameless Jedi's, you know, random. And some of them who just looked like tribal Native Americans, and you know, from from our world, it was weird. And you got that little kid all in that little energy field. I feel like they're all in that in storage. They've been killed, but they're in like energy storage to preserve them. Um, kind of like when Kalen Jarrus. Uh, in Rebels was looking for that Jedi he sensed and she was being held. It was Luminara and Dooley. Luminara, thank you. I was expecting to maybe see her in one of those Amber things. Yeah, and I think that would have made things a little bit, it would have connected the dots a little bit more if they had done that. I wish they had. It would have made, it would have made the episode, even in that moment, just a little bit more oomphy and clear. Um, again, what, whether we know anything about that or not, I don't know. We could speculate about it forever with that and the, the room of, of, of lightsabers and stuff. I mean, it's cool. I get it. Tr- it's a trophy room to them or something more nefarious. Who knows? But it's not going to matter to the overall plot. Now we only have two episodes left. So some of the combat just was extremely like video game-esque, for better or for worse. It just seemed like it came right out of Jedi Fallen Order, even the location yeah, I was going to say, and some of it kind of almost did, right? Yeah, because it came exactly from the locations that we saw in the video game. So you, you, you fight a level in there. So it makes sense. Um, you know, like, and I have a lot of nitpicks. Most of my notes that I was watching, I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, what, what's going on there? I did like Obi-Wan coming up at those stormtroopers in the darkness with his lightsaber. Yeah, no, that was great. But why would it take four four swings to take on one stormtrooper he just sucks it's like I, I i love the concept of that but it should have just been one strike one kill it's they're stormtroopers they're they barely require a tap so i it's things like that and i get it was meant to just be looking a little more aggressive and things like that but i don't know it's just the, the whole choreography of the hiding and running around through the halls just seemed extremely contrived plus at the end of the day i, I he's walking around with no disguise and I get he did that in A New Hope, 
but it just kind of bothered me the way it was here. And nobody except droids noticed him. When he's walking around later in the Admiral's uniform, which doesn't fit with the three legs, it's just like, come on, this is cartoonish. This is cartoonish sus. You're just waiting for the, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Like, this is Star Wars, man. Oh, that would make a good TikTok. It would make a good TikTok. Yeah, hiding a child in a large coat. Totally not sus at all. No, no, not sus at all. My question, though, is how did he get dry so fast? Don't. I knew it was going to happen. It's it's just the power of the power of uh, plot. You know, he was dry as hell and the stormtrooper didn't sink. I mean, I guess he could have used the force. To dry? The, the, the force can dry you? Yeah, just you force the water molecules, like, just fucking out of your clothes. That's not how the force works. The force works however the writers want it to work. <laughs> Still not how it works. I'm sorry, writers. You're all idiots. I did think that Tala was a fucking goner, though. I'm surprised she made it out. She's a good talker, though. Like, I like her character. In fact, to me, she she and Leia were the things I enjoyed most of this episode. Like, Leia, I just enjoy watching throughout the whole process. I wish Carrie Fisher was alive to enjoy her as much as we are. I think she would have gotten a real big kick out of her. I, th- I think she would have approved her 100%. This young Leia is brilliant and wonderful. Um, and Tala is, is trying to do the best she can. <laughs> Obi-Wan just keeps expecting the world from her and she's she's handling it like she's oh i am a spy of course i'm a spy i did this i did this and this so yeah of course you'd pick up on that she she's a smart cookie i like the way she she's being written and she did the, the of course the classic trope of of intimidating the person you're trying to get by and the empire is perfect for that because they run on fear they run on bureaucracy and no one looks up, no one thinks creatively, no one notices anything. You can just walk out in the open and do anything you want because no one wants to get in trouble, no one wants to cause any problems, and wants to get hurt by the higher-ups. Everyone's too scared to think in those terms. All she had to do was drop the Grand Inquisitor's name, which was a gamble. Was, because he's, he's dead right now, right? Or something. Dead with quotation marks or whatever. Yeah. Unless they're completely retconning rebels, he's fine. No, they wouldn't do that. If they do, I'm going to... I'm gonna really be pissed off because rebels is more important to me than this show at this point in time yeah unless this show does some crazy shit in the next two episodes i agree yeah um and i feel like you know i've been talking to my friends and before before this show aired you know we had had a thought of like oh you're getting hayden christensen back you know it should be this show should be a psychological drama about obi-wan dealing with his ptsd with his pain with his psychological mental health and he should be seeing, you know, he should be tormented by not ghost Anakin, but by like just a, a, a reflective imprint of Anakin constantly talking to him, you know, and, and poking at him, you know. And so when I saw that last episode, not this last episode, the episode before that, um, that he saw Anakin in the distance, I thought we were prepping for that. And this entire episode would have been made so much better if Obi-Wan had an Anakin constantly talking through his ear, you know, like talking his ear off, like all the time. And I think it would have been amazing to have this constantly poke, poke, poke at Obi-Wan of Hayden Christensen. It would have been a great vehicle for him. It would have been a good character thing. It would have made it more interesting and not so generic that we're getting now. And you wouldn't have had to change anything of the story at all. Well, they didn't do that. No. And her poor droid, that poor little droid of Leia's, you know, like 
the balls on that droid to like go and try to fight an inquisitor badass good on you but now it's an evil droid i guess i mean i feel like was it believable that reva couldn't get any information out of leia like using the force yeah i think so because leia has the force and is just being like no and i mean you could tell leia was suffering when she was being pushed but like she was just holding her own she's just strong and i think one of the funniest things was reva basically being like all right fine Fine, I'll stop being intimidating. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to give you the carrot. I'm going to try that. <laughs> and then Leia outsmarted her and was like, no, you're too smart. I'm just going to torture you. I give up. Fine. Torture, torture, torture. Everyone gets torture. I'm going to torture you, torture the droid. I'm going to torture whoever I find in the next room. I'm just, ugh, I'm frustrated. I'm just going to torture everyone. So torture. Torture for everybody. Um, I just found that scene cute. I think Leia being as smart as she is, it works. Because she, we know she has the Force. And I think eventually Reba would have found out too if she had actually tortured her. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, well, if she's resisting so much, like, shouldn't that key Reva into the fact that this kid has the Force? And wouldn't that put her on, like, Vampire's hit list? No, I think a person, like a normal person, can also resist. I think it's just about being weak-minded. You know, it's not to do about whether you have the Force or not. Force users have an advantage, yes. But I think you could be strong-willed as well and obviously leia is strong-willed regardless of the force well more more so than haja from a couple episodes ago exactly exactly so that's that's where that is so i'm not the the problem doesn't exist there eventually i think it would have been known that she has the force after a lot of torture so that didn't happen because everything was timed perfectly so this is kind of what i've been wondering for the past couple episodes i'm kind of wondering how is this series going to resolve in a way that will make me not question why the Empire never tried to exploit Leia again. Like, they know that she has a connection to Obi-Wan. And that didn't have any negative repercussions for Bail Organa up until his planet got blown up in Episode 4. We will find out. I mean, obviously, she's going to have an inter- more interaction with everybody. And maybe it'll just be like, that didn't work out. So we're never going to do that again. We don't know how this is going to end. So I... I, I eventually it could just be a little if obi-wan's out of the picture then bail's out of the picture and we don't care and vader could just be like all right i can't i can't push this because bail's too popular everyone's gonna be pissed off and now's not time to piss everybody off i mean who knows maybe it's something like that i feel like this series has to end narratively in obi-wan's presumed death possibly yeah i mean that would make sense but i mean i guess we have two episodes to figure that out yeah two episodes just two because they wasted an episode on this. And I do consider it a waste. It was a good set piece, but without the added psychological thing that I was talking about earlier, I feel like it just didn't go anywhere. Um, and that's what that is. Everything else is like nitpicking to me. You know, it's, it's you know, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trying to outrun the water from the distance and the position he was in. Unrealistic, in my opinion, you know? Force run would have come in really handy. Yeah, exactly. But we didn't see that, you know? And I don't think he, they, they talk about that anymore. You can only use it once in your entire life, and then it's gone forever. Yeah, it's just, like I said, all the timing of the singing around, just it just didn't really do it for me. The the homage to the Nubian, you know, like, water scene in the prequel, that was cute, but it's not, not, not enough. Um, we got Ice-T Sun in the episode, just like... Who I like. Yeah, he was great. He was cool. Like, are we going to see them again? I don't know. Wade died because he was being cocky and sticking around a little bit longer than he should have. Like, all right. Everyone could have gotten out. I don't know why 
that the, the Inquisitor army and the Imperial base that they were on didn't notice two speeders sneaking up on them. So I don't know. Pour one out for all those stormtroopers who are sleeping with the fishes now. Yeah. You know, but I did like when Leia said, I am a princess of Alderaan. That made me happy. Well, it won't mean too much in a decade, but for now. There is the one thing, the last thing I think I'll say about this episode is there's an interesting theory that I, I heard online in a YouTube video. And so I, I can't take credit for this. It's somebody else's. Um, was that they were saying that the episodes line up with the with the movies, with the saga movies. So like the um, Phantom Menace was episode one. You know, we're in the desert. We're dealing with Tatooine bullshit. Um, then we had this kind of Attack of the Clones kind of, you know, set piece with the chase sequence and Obi-Wan running around. Then you have, uh, you know, the Revenge of the Sith with, with Vader killing everyone. You know, there was just kind of an emotional cinematic theme to each one. And so this would have been a new hope. You know, we're running around the Death Star and we're trying to get out. We're rescuing the princess. That's a fucking stretch. It is a stretch. It is a stretch. But I I do see it. I do see some things. So we'll see. Maybe there's some Empire Strikes Back, the next one. And maybe we'll end on Return of the Jedi. Who fucking knows? All I'm saying is it's an interesting theory. And I'm bringing it up to to you, to the audience, to the people, to the listeners. We're doing it for the people. Talk amongst yourselves. Tell your friend. And I'm I'm interested in it. If there, if, even if it's a slight homage, it could be cute. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite A cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.